My friends, thank you for coming out on this Tuesday evening on, during this Advent season. As I mentioned to you, uh, the next few Tuesday evenings, it's just an opportunity for us to come to Mass once during the week and to keep spiritually focused during this beautiful season. And our theme in the homily will be on spiritual friendship. So this evening I will talk about friendship with the angels. Father Ray, next week uh, on the Solemnity of Mary's Immaculate Conception, we'll talk to you about friendship with Mary. The following week will be friendship with St. Joseph, and then last but not least, friendship with our Lord Jesus. So, the question is, why friendship with the angels? Why should this even be a topic for us during this Advent season? It's understandable to talk about friendship with uh, Jesus and Mary and even St. Joseph, but why talk about friendship with the angels? Well, as you know, as we journey through this Advent season, we will, especially at the end of Advent, see the important activity of the angels, and especially as well during the Christmas season. We will listen to accounts where the angels are very much engaged and ministering, engaging in the work of God. But you think, first and foremost, of the account that we will hear toward the end of Advent, that last week, of how the angel Gabriel came to Our Lady. Our Lord sent the angel Gabriel to Mary to announce to her that she would be the mother of the Savior. St. Joseph, we see how the angels were very active in the life of St. Joseph. In fact, in the Gospel, the angel appears to him in his dream, telling him to take Mary and Jesus to Egypt. We know that the angel appears to Joseph in his dream, telling him not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife. The angel also comes to Joseph and tells him when Herod has died and that it's safe to return. And then on that Christmas night, that first Christmas night, the angels appear to the shepherds and proclaim the good news of great joy that our Savior has been born. So the angels are at work. They're active in the story of salvation, especially in the lives of Mary and Joseph and our Lord. And we see the angels in our Lord's life. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, on the Feast of Christ the King, we heard the gospel of the Last Judgment. What does Jesus say? He says, the Son of Man will come in glory and all the angels with him. We know that in the night that Jesus experienced his agony in the garden, we are told that an angel came to console him. So there's no doubt and we look, that's not even to mention the, the, the amazing work of the angels in the Old Testament. So there's no doubt that the angels play a significant role in salvation history and in the work of God 
in the lives of his chosen ones. Briefly, who are these mysterious beings? St. Augustine tells us that the word angel really explains their office. But their nature is pure spirit. They're popularized, you know, as we know in in culture and uh, movies. And, uh, you, you know, oftentimes we see the angels with the wings, right? I, there's no, we don't know if they have wings, right? We don't, <laughs> this is, they don't need wings, right? We do, we do know that they don't need wings. Uh, we, most likely they don't have wings uh, because angels are pure spirit. They're pure spirits. And they worship God constantly. And they serve him and his purpose. If the angels then played such an important and intimate role in the lives of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, well, shouldn't they also play an important, significant, intimate role in our lives? It's a truth of our faith that the angels exist. They are created by God to worship him, to serve him, and to take care of us, to serve us. In his love, God has given us these friends, these constant friends to be with us, to guide us, to walk with us, to protect us in the Christian life. It's a beautiful, beautiful gift that the Lord has given to us. And I think, unfortunately, and I fall into this, and I think most of us can fall into this, is that we very often forget. We forget them. We forget that they are here with us, wanting to help us, to protect and to guide, to lead us closer to the Lord. And so we ought to become best friends with our guardian angel. Each one of us has a guardian angel. That is a truth of our faith, that the Lord has given each one of us an angel to be with us throughout our lives, every moment of every day. They love us. They pray for us. They inspire us. They prompt us to do good. They prompt us to draw near to the Lord in prayer. And so you and I should acquire the habit of conversing with our angel, of spending time with our angel, being consciously aware that our angel is our, our friend our lifelong friend, our intimate friend. This is not superstition. This is the truth of our faith. I want to quote uh, St. Jose Maria Escriva. I know I quote him frequently. He's one of my favorite saints, and I'm very much inspired by him and his life. St. Jose Maria Escriva was uh, a priest in the 20th century. He died in 
the 1970s, 1979, I believe. He is the founder of Opus Dei and just was a man who lived a deeply holy life. He had an intimate friendship with his angel. And he spoke often of the need that we have to become familiar and to be friends with our angels. Listen to just some, uh, a few quotes from what he said. Have confidence in your guardian angel. Treat him as a lifelong friend. That is what he is. And he will render you a thousand services in the ordinary affairs of each day. If you remembered the presence of your own angel and the angels of your neighbors, you would avoid many of the foolish things which slip into your conversations. It's a great quote. Another one, he says, You are amazed that your guardian angel has done you such obvious favors, and you should not be amazed. That's why our Lord has placed him beside you. And lastly, he says, If you call upon your guardian angel at the moment of trial, he will protect you from the devil and will bring you holy inspirations. Each morning, we should get into the habit of asking our angel to be with us, to remind us of our, of our angel's presence. We could say the simple prayer that we all learned as children. I say it, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side to light, to guard, to rule, and to guide. And that's exactly what our angels do. Throughout the day, we can talk with our angel at any moment of the day especially in moments of temptation, in moments of trial. Our angel will help us to pray better. When we go to spend time in prayer, we should invoke our angel. Guardian angel, help me to pray well. Help me to focus on the Lord. Help me to be open to the inspirations that the Lord wants to give me during this time. We can ask our angel to live better each day. We can ask our angel to help us to stay focused in our work. What if you have a difficult conversation that you know is coming up? You have to have a difficult conversation with a family member, a friend, a coworker. You can ask your angel to help you. And the beautiful thing is, you can ask your angel to talk with that person's angel. Put your angel to work for you. Your angel wants to work for you. And he doesn't charge. Right? That's a beautiful thing. What if you have a difficult meeting to go into? Or you have a meeting that you know is going to be long or, or it could be tedious. Ask your angel. Say, hey, talk to the other angels. Let's, let's get this, let this be a good meeting. Right? Let's get this meeting to be focused. Right? The angels like to work together. Again, I want to, this is not superstition. This is real life. This is this is more real, by the way, than the visible world, right? Our angels want to help us. And what about the archangels? Particularly Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, right? We see them in Scripture. We should become very friendly with Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, right? Michael, the great protector, we should invoke him each and every day. I know we pray the St. Michael prayer uh, at the end of Mass. 
But Michael is a very powerful intercessor, a very powerful friend. He protects us against the evil one. He protects us in times of temptation. When you're tempted, ask St. Michael to help you. Gabriel, who announced the good news to Our Lady, we can ask Gabriel, Gabriel, help me to hear God's word. Help me to be open to what God is speaking to me so that I can hear his word just as Our Lady heard you speak to her. And St. Raphael, he guides us. He guides us on our journey. He prays for us for healing, particularly if you are sick, if you know someone who is sick, if you're suffering physically, emotionally, whatever it is, ask St. Raphael to pray for you, to intercede for God's healing grace in your life. My friends, the angels of God are a great gift to us. They are among his greatest gifts. We should befriend them. We should acquire the habit of becoming familiar and conscious of the fact that they are with us each and every moment of every day. Love your angel. Get to know your angel. Talk to your angel. Spend time with your angel. Be open to the promptings and the inspirations that your angel wants to place in your heart. And invoke the great powerful intercession of the archangels, particularly Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. And so as we continue this great season of Advent and we see the work of the angels, particularly in the Christmas season, let's get to know them and to love them and let's be open to growing in our friendship with them each and every day.